In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who has come in order to bring us the way, and to show us the way of our rescue. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, since 1977, we have been used to uh, speaking a sort of uh, liturgical greeting written by George Lucas to uh, one another. And, and that liturgical greeting is, uh, may the force be with you. And if you're a Lutheran or a Roman Catholic or, or some other kind of liturgical Christian, you're, you're very often, you know, you kind of feel like saying, and also with you. Or, or you know, if you're slightly older, and with your spirit. Uh, because that, that's kind of, it sounds like something that you would say in church, may the force be with you. Uh, and, and sure enough, it, it does uh, it kind of go to sort of a, a religious tradition in the Star Wars universe that, uh, that, that is the Jedi Order and, and the sort of understanding of that universe and that world. And, uh, and, and that has been something that we're, we're used to. We understand how that goes. Um, uh, you know, we, we understand kind of what the force is. And, and how it works, but here lately there has been a new sort of little catchphrase that has popped up in the Star Wars universe now that Disney has taken over and is exploding out the Star Wars universe and including sort of other traditions, other religions and, and groups, if you will, and the new sort of Star Wars catchphrase that you might hear from people is this one. This is the way. And this is the way is, is what is spoken by this guy named Din Dejarin, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. He, he's a Mandalorian, uh, and he is the subject of the, the new hit Star Wars show, The Mandalorian, which you probably know of because of cute little baby Yoda. And, uh, and, and this show features this guy who's a Mandalorian, and a Mandalorian is basically it's sort of like a tribe-slash-religion. And this tribe-slash-religion has this order or this rule that it follows. And, and when the people that are the Mandalorians follow this, a lot of times they sort of follow it up by, by say, explaining their sort of weird things that they do by saying, well, this is the way. And so we know a little bit about what the rule of Mandalore is, which is the, the way that they follow. We, we know that a part of it is that when you become someone who follows the rule of Mandalore, you put on this helmet. And after you put on your helmet, you are not allowed to take off your helmet in the presence of any other being, lest they see your face. And that's a part of the rule of Mandalore. Another part of the rule of Mandalore is that you are supposed to have a weapon on you at all times. We, we know that because Din Djarin in the movie says that carrying his weapon is literally a part of his religion. We know a few other things about uh, this, that a Mandalorian is always supposed to come to the aid of another Mandalorian, but also that the that a Mandalorian is also supposed to come to the aid of those who are defenseless, especially those who are children. And, and that forms a, a little bit of the sort of background of this show, The Mandalorian, and, and kind of what is going on in the midst of that. And so 
you know, as we, we might kind of feel that there's a little bit of religiosity in uh, may the force be with you, because we sort of understand what that means. It's sort of the same thing that we're saying when we say, may the Lord be with you. We, we understand that when we are saying the Lord be with you, that what we're saying is, you know, may you have this connection and um, this peace and, and this power that comes from knowing the thing that holds all of the universe together. That's what we're saying when we say, may the Lord be with you. It's the same thing when they're saying, May the force be with you. But there's also, you know, there's, there's kind of a connection that we can probably make in Christianity by saying, you know, this is the way. Because Christians are supposed to do some stuff that is, well, it's kind of different and, and kind of odd sometimes and, and maybe sort of counterintuitive sometimes. And so maybe we could get away with saying this is the way to certain things. You know? uh, when, when people say, hey, I noticed that you closed your eyes and, and you know, for a moment before you ate, uh, and, and what was that all about? And you can say, well, this is the way. Or, or, you know, hey, I noticed that you give away so, some of your income. Why, why is that? And we could say, this is the way. I, I, I noticed that you carry around this really big, thick book with a lot of tiny letters in it. And you read it like every day. Why is that? And you could say, this is the way. Or I, I noticed that you stand up for those people that are oppressed or, or those people that, that are in trouble. And we could say, this is the way. And we recognize that there's something good to knowing a way. There's something good to knowing, you know, sort of having the, this guiding principle that we can live our lives according to. There, there's something about Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, and the way that he follows that, that we find attractive. We find it attractive that he has this sort of understanding of he has chosen a way and he's going to stick to it. He's going to follow it even in, in times where it's difficult to do that a lot of times, uh, that he has chosen to be someone who follows the way and s someone who says, this is the way. A and we kind of get that. We, we get that as Christians. We get that there's you know, th this otherworldly way that, that we're supposed to follow. In fact, that's written large throughout all of our readings today. You know, we, we have... Solomon, who's wondering what is going to happen. Solomon, who grew up in the court of his father, King David, and now he is going to be king, and he's asking God, what on earth do I do with that? And God offers him a way. He says, if you follow my ways, I will be with you. And so God offers him the way. And the the psalmist, he, he compares and contrasts, he compares every false way at the end of that psalm with the one true way, the one true way that he is meditating on and he is loving that is the one true way of God. These testimonies and these laws and these, these things that are given to the psalmist. And Paul, writing to the Ephesians, tells the Ephesians about the way, who is Christ the way that they have to understanding and being included in God and what God is doing and in his kingdom. And then we get to the gospel reading, and in the gospel reading we see the way following the way. So Jesus is the way, and he is also following 
the way. He's following God's way that has been established. And so we see that in that Jesus is going with his parents to this yearly pilgrimage that they would have gone to Jerusalem at the time of the Passover. And Jesus is following it, and it tells us specifically that he is 12 years old at the time, the time in which he is now, according to the Hebrew law, he is accountable for his own actions. He technically does not have to go. He has a lot of family pressure, I'm sure, to go, but technically he doesn't have to go. It is accounted to him now that he is going on on this special pilgrimage. And so he's following the way there. He's following the way in going to the the temple and talking with the teachers there and learning more about the way of God and and even sort of verbally sparring with these rabbis and these teachers that are in the temple. And he's following the way in that last little section as well. That last little section that, that doesn't seem to necessarily, well, a lot of times fit with our sense of what's happening. That last little section where, uh, where you have Joseph and Mary searching throughout Jerusalem, looking all over the place, and you can get a picture of, of what that must look like the moment that they finally find him in the temple. You can see Joseph and Mary probably huffing and puffing and panting and going, where have you been? And Jesus says, why were you looking for me? This is the way. Well, he doesn't say this is the way and be nice for the sermon if he did. But what he says is, I have to be in my father's house. What he's doing there is he's appealing to this idea that there is a way, that there is a way that is even higher than the way of his being under the authority of his human parents, Joseph and Mary. That there is a higher way that he is following here and that higher way is to be in the house of his father, God that he recognizes that there is a way and that way leads him to do things that are strange and counterintuitive, including holding back and hanging out in the temple when his parents move on and saying, no, this is, this is where I have to be. This is the way. But then just about a verse later, He shows us the rest of the way. Because that's the interesting thing about the way, is that the way isn't just about having a bunch of rules and regulations and stipulations and and testimonies and laws to follow. But rather, the way is a way of ordering things. The way is a journey. The way is a way of moving from one place to another. And that's what Jesus does. He goes with them to Nazareth and he lives with them and he is submissive to them. The word that's used there for submissive is the the Greek word is hypotasso, which literally means placed under them. 
that Jesus places himself under Mary and Joseph and places himself under all of humanity by submitting himself, God, under human parents. And that's what the way is. The way isn't just rules and regulations that we are to follow. There are good rules and regulations for us to follow, but that is not the entirety of the way. Rather, the way is most keenly seen in the way that it rescues us. In fact, that's what the entire series of The Mandalorian is kind of about. It's, it's about this guy who follows the way, but that doesn't make the show. You know, we, we could have a show where uh, we watch somebody who follows a whole bunch of rules, and that would be a really boring show. But what makes the show is that this guy who follows all of the rules comes to rescue somebody. And that's the case here. That this guy, this 12-year-old boy already, he's coming to follow all the rules. But not just in order that he might say, I followed all the rules, but rather so that he might say, that he has come to rescue us. And to rescue us by hippotassoing us, by placing himself under us so that he can lift us up. So that he can forgive our sins and lift us up. So that he can include us into the body of Christ and lift us up. And so that at the last day, he will lift us up out of our graves. Because what he has come to do is to show us the way. And that the way is a way of rescue. This is the way. And so may you this week, may you go into this world recognizing that you do have a way to follow. And that that way's chief aim is to rescue you from sin and death and the devil and all manner of evil things. This is the way. Amen.